Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Coastal Midweek Podcast. So glad that you guys are here with us tuning in today. Well, this week is all about our words. And Pastor TJ gave an incredible message, a challenging message this weekend about the power of our words. And so we just kind of want to dive in to that. Welcome back, TJ. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Are you, though? I'm, yes. I'm being encouraging and positive. Yes, which is exactly what you talked about this weekend, which, <laughs> man, it was such a good message, but it was very challenging, yeah. I think, because a lot of us struggle with the words that we speak and what comes out of our mouth. And it was a kind of check yourself before you wreck yourself kind of thing. Um, one of the things that you did talk about was so much the real problem isn't always our tongue, but our heart. Yeah. And what do you think you you talked about filters and like putting a filter over eye gate, ear gate. What are some of the ways that, that you think we could do that? Yeah. I mean, you know, it, they're, they're simple, but yet difficult. I mean, a lot of it is, is what are you listening to? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, what are you, what are you choosing to allow in? And so, um, you know, I, I stopped listening to the radio a long time ago. Yeah. I know that that's... Yeah, that's, you choose what you listen to. Yeah, I choose to. what I listen to. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, every time I'm in a vehicle, uh, you know, I have playlists that are going on yep. or, um, you know, we we listen to a lot of... I, I know I'm saying we because I know you do it too, you know, podcasts and different things because we're oh, trying yeah. to... I'm trying to take advantage of those moments to make myself better. Yes. Instead of... You know, just whatever, whatever comes on and whatever anybody's thinking or saying. mm -hmm. And like, I don't, I don't need more of people's opinions. Mm -hmm. I don't need more of people's ideas. I mean, podcasts and books and stuff are a little bit of that, but it's going, you can choose what you want to be challenged in or grow in or learn in. And you choose who you're learning that from. Correct. And that's what I do. I listen to a lot of audiobooks because it's, it's just like this time in the car. And what, what am I going to fill myself with? Yeah. And then I see that pouring out in other areas of our, our life. And you kind of talked about, well, the Bible says from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, Correct. which is why those filters are so important to filter what is going into our heart. But you hear a lot of people say like, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. And that's, that's something that's common. I think that's a great sign that we need to check what's, what's being going put in on. Yeah. And- and I know that, especially in our 1130 service, I, I got a little crazy with my illustration, but, you know, it, it really <laughs> is. Splash <laughs> I splashed a whole bunch. But the, the, the glass that you're walking around with, when mm-hmm. something bumps into you, mm-hmm. it isn't some random thing from the bottom that comes out. Right. It's from what's overflowing mm-hmm. in your life. What is at the top of your life? And yep. so- we have to look at our lives and constantly be evaluating and going, you know, where am I at? What am I allowing in? What Mm -hmm. am I watching? What am I doing? You know, right. Who am I surrounding myself with? You know, it's that idea. If you keep hearing yourself be negative, maybe the people around you are negative. Maybe the things that you're the news or the, you know, what are you putting in? Yeah. 
because that's what you're you're getting out. I mean, I would really I would I would equate it down to three things, you know. What are your relationships? Yep. What are you watching and what are you listening to? Mm-hmm. And it's not what is randomly happening. What is the majority of those? Yeah. You know. So, um those will dictate or they will infiltrate your life. Mm-hmm. Yep. I I think too, you talked about direction in life. If you don't like the direction of your life or what you see happening in life, then you have to change what's coming out of your mouth. It, I always resonate with this, this saying, if you want to change the direction of your life, then change the declaration of your lips. Yep. And a lot of times how we speak is, is what is determining the overflow or the outflow of our life. And when I'm, you use an example of, I can't, I won't, I, you know, and if you use those words all the time, that that's, what's going to happen. How do you think people can, can begin to change the declaration of their lips? Because it's hard. Yeah. Well, I think I've, I mean, the, the best example, uh, I saw of this is, um, there's a family in our church. Their daughter was saying, oh, we, I can't do this. I can't do this. And, and this mom looked at her daughter and said, hey, in our family, we do hard things. Yep. Um, and I thought right there, there's a girl that's going to accomplish a lot in her that's life. Right. Because she's got an environment that's telling her, no, no, no. Like, I understand that it's difficult. It's going to be hard, but we do those things. Mm-hmm. And I think your environment matters way more than you realize. Yep. And so what? what is what is being filtered into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I grew up in an environment and I think this is part of why my life is why it is. Yeah. I, I had, I had parents that told me I could do anything. Right. They were constantly going, you can be whatever you want to be. You can accomplish whatever you can want to want to accomplish. You, you want to be an international investment banker. Let's do, go, let's go do that. Let's help you do that. And you chose to be a pastor. Well, I didn't choose to be a pastor. I, I would <laughs> have chosen <laughs> way other things than, yeah. than being this, but, um, you know, they, they never, they never were part of a family that said we can't, it was always, right. we can, mm-hmm. um, we are going to, mm-hmm. um, as a, as a, and these are just things from my childhood that I'll never forget. You know, my mom and my stepdad taking me to listen to John Maxwell, to right. listen to Jim Rohn, to, to putting Zig the, Ziglar. The right yeah. Just in. putting all of these people that are leadership development, uh, you can overcoming, like you can build anything, you can be a leader, you can yeah. change the world. Like yeah. that was the environment mm-hmm. that I was brought up in. Therefore, that's how I think now. That's mm-hmm. how I react now. That's how I lead now. Right. Because of those things. Yeah. No, it's so true. It, it's, it's the people that you're surrounding yourself with and the voices that you are allowing into your life. So yeah. some of us may just need to kind of look around and go, what are the voices that are speaking into my life right now? Because if I'm discouraged and depressed and, you know, maybe we've isolated ourselves, but maybe we also just aren't surrounding ourselves with the right people. Yeah. And, and some people you have to rid, I mean, and then there's other people that you want to keep out. I got a phone call from a, a childhood friend, actually a childhood friend of both of ours yeah. uh, yesterday. And, you know, we're just talking about life catching up. He's like, hey, if you ever need me, I'll get on a plane and fly down and, and help. Like, yeah, those are the kind of environments that you want to put yourself in. Those are the, yes. those are the kind of words that you need to hear in life. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm with you. I've got you. Yeah, let's go. Well, and that kind of 
filters into the words that we need to be speaking to other people. This was part of your message that I think challenged me a lot because sometimes I can get in my own head if in thinking like, well, I'm going to give them a big head if I keep saying that, or if I'm, you know, if I encourage too much, are, are people going to get lazy or, you know, and it just, it challenged my thinking because you talked about we decide we have to decide to speak words of life and use words of affection, words of praise, words of encouragement, words of healing, and words of of faith. And I think it's easier, just like you were talking about in your message, it's easy to talk about the negative experiences or the negative things, and we withhold the good things. So how how do we begin to to shift that in life? And I think you and I struggle with this at sometimes. Yeah, there's there's aspects that like I'm I'm not the most encouraging person in the world. Uh, you know, that's 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 my struggle. Uh, I think you are in in certain circumstances where it's like believing in people that they can do something. I, I think that that's more of the words of faith. Words of faith, which you have that gift of. Yeah, of I have faith. a gift of faith. Mm-hmm. So I I see things in people that right. they don't see in themselves, and in that aspect. Yeah, uh, I'm good. But then in other things like encouraging people for doing things, I'm like, ah, oh, you should just be doing that. Like, yeah, you it's, don't it's hard. <laughs> like it's hard. Uh, that that's that's a mentality. So how do we change that? Yeah, I, I'm I'm learning how to change that right now. Mm-hmm. I don't have that figured out. So, yeah. uh, but I'm working on it. I think it's somewhat it's it's a choice that we make. And I, I liked something that you said is you talked about how. When we bring words, I think it was words of encouragement that you talked about this, correct me if I'm wrong, or maybe it was words of praise. You praise people for who they are, not what they do. And I think that's easier for me to wrap my brain around is to see the good in people and to call that out in them rather than something that they did Yeah, and celebrate who God has made them to be. And, And that might just be a way to begin to shift our words is what good do I see in people and let me call that out in them, you know, and that maybe that's a way that we can shift things around a little bit because it's hard. You're being so quiet on this because you're like, (laughs) I need to work on this. (laughs) Well, it's, there's things that you excel in. Like I have no problem giving words of affection. Like I'll tell people I love them all the time. Yeah, You're great at that. Um, you know, it, which I'm sure makes other people feel, feel very awkward. I'll be on the phone call with somebody I just met. I'll be like, Hey, love you, bro. And they'll be like, uh, it's good talking to you, you know? Um, and and that's, that's a normal occurrence. Mm -hmm. So, um, but those are, those are the areas I mean that you're, you're constantly working on. I think it's, it's easier to give things that, that you got a lot of, than right. it is to give things that you don't get a lot of. Yeah, because you kind of have to teach yourself to do it. Nobody's really taught you. It's not been modeled into your life. Into your life. And mm-hmm. so those those are more of a of a struggle than than not. Yeah. So it's just repetition and practice and mm-hmm. and and well, choosing. Again, you you said you have to decide to speak words of life. Well, you that's know, why I said it is for a lot of people it'll probably be more of a discipline. Yes. Than it is. Yeah. Uh, just a natural habit yeah. to begin with. There was a guy that I knew one time he, well, I think he was on, he was on staff with us many, many years ago, but I would look at his calendar 
And on there, he would have like, what have you done to encourage your wife today? Or what have you, you know, just those little reminders, even throughout his calendar of like, have you done this today? And I I thought that was a great way to go to trigger our mind to be to be thinking that way and to go, you need to choose to do this today, to make this a daily discipline that is present in your life. Let me let me ask you this question is just kind of a, a random question, but what are some words that have stuck with you over the years? You know, maybe positive or negative. I think everybody kind of struggles with this of yeah, maybe I mean, not struggles or find strength in it. Yeah. It I, depends on what the words were. You know, I also think that that words can be motivating. You know, one of the words that has motivated me mm-hmm. is um negative words. Is is actually a negative word. Um the the first church I worked at when I gave my resignation, um, after uh, about two years of being there, mm-hmm. which is the church that we grew up in. Yeah, uh, I found faith in. You know, ended up being the executive pastor there. Um, I remember when I resigned or was giving my resignation, the pastor told me that I was a quitter and I would never amount to anything. Mm. And um, Wow. And I, I took those words and I use them as motivation going, well, I'll show you. Yep. I'll show you what, what that means. And then I went right down the street, got a part of a church that became <laughs> <laughs> one of the fastest growing, one of the fastest growing largest churches in America. It, it ended up putting it up locations all over our mm-hmm. community, you know, just, just the impact. And, uh, a, probably three years ago, we were doing a conference at that church. And I was doing a breakout session and on on a subject and in walk that pastor to learn from me. Yeah. And yeah. I thought to myself, wow, you know, for somebody that was gonna amount to nothing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that person's now teaching you things. Well, and that just goes to, you know, there are gonna be words that are spoken to us or over us, but we have a choice yeah. on what we do with those words. We can either tr- turn them into fuel <laughs> or allow them to be a fire. Yeah. To, to burn down. Yeah. To burn house. things That's, down. You know, that is one of the things that, you know, it talks about the, the fire can be set ablaze by that tiny spark. And I think it's sometimes you think about the context of a fire in a fireplace that brings warmth, but in the middle of a forest, you know, it sets something ablaze. And I think the context of our words has the ability to either bring warmth to somebody or to set a fire ablaze in their life. And so we have to think about even, even how we do critique in people's life and, or to give them direction is, is to, to think about the words that we're about to communicate and it, it can make a huge difference for people. Yeah. On on the flip side of that, coming out of that environment, uh, I'll never forget Um, you know, I'm a part of this other team at another church and that, that pastor telling me, man, I love you. Yes. You know, and yeah, like I care about you, who you are, for who you are, not for like, Mm -hmm. I just want you to know, I love you. And everything up to that point in my life had been like, you're only good for what you provide for me. Mm -hmm. And for the first time, somebody genuinely loved me and expressed that. Yeah. And, and I would do anything for that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, and I think we can all think about those words that have been spoken over our life and understand the the power that is in those. And hopefully that kind of changes the words that we speak to other people too, because we realize the power that yeah. it has in other people's lives. Let me switch gears a little bit because I think um, there is something, especially in this, in these words of faith, I think so many times it's, it's easy to look at other people and call those things out and encourage things in other people. But sometimes it's seeing that in ourself and speaking words of faith over our own life. How do you think we can see those things in ourself and kind of call those things out and speak those things out in our own life? Because I see that being a consistent struggle for people. People are negative about themselves and they need to be this can do God has. Well, I mean, I think you got to start with understanding who, who God made you to be understanding that you are, uh, an heir of righteousness that you are, you know, a son and daughter. I think you have to get into God's word. Yes. Which you be, talked about last week, the foundation. Yeah. But I think before you can speak words of faith, you have to understand who even God says you are. Yeah. It's hard to speak words of faith when you don't even know who you are. Yeah. Um, well, and in Christ and, and the enemy likes to remind us of all the bad things. Well, he likes to remind you of who you aren't. Yep. And so sometimes you have to tell him, who, where he's going mm-hmm. uh, and who you are. Yep. And so I think it starts with you having an understanding. And I know that we're getting spiritual here, but um, it, it starts with an understanding of you r- realizing who God says you the, are. The, the authority that he's given you as well. Yeah. And, and, and where you stand in the pecking order of life. Mm-hmm. And when you start to understand that, yeah. then all of a sudden you start, you start to, Recognize I can overcome this. I am victorious. Well, I'm not, def- you know. I, I think it's, I, I don't know how else to equate it, but um, I grew up in two two different households. I have, uh, my parents are divorced. Mm-hmm. My dad, um, if you've ever read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, mm-hmm. my families were the epitome of that story. My dad was worked the safe job, yeah. Middle class, you know, like mm-hmm. we we survived, but we weren't thriving. Yeah. And then I had my mom uneducated, uh, never finished high school, built massive businesses, extremely wealthy, successful. Mm-hmm. And growing up with my dad, I, I saw myself in a certain way because that was my environment. But the reality was, is, is I was a part of this family over here. And when I started to recognize like, man, you know what? I was made for so much more. I was made for, well, I was like, I'm not poor. I'm actually rich. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, like we, like when I started to recognize that I was who I really was, then all of a sudden I didn't act the same way that I used to act. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I wasn't the quiet kid in the corner. No, 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 man. I'm somebody. Mm -hmm. And, And I know that it's, that might seem like an arrogant way of thinking, but the reality is, is like, in God's kingdom, I'm somebody. Yeah. Like I matter. I have a purpose. Yeah. Like I can make a difference. Like God has created me with gifts and talents that He yeah. wants to maximize and utilize to do great things. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden you start getting that inside of you. Mm-hmm. It changes everything right. about you. Well, and and again, you just said you start getting that inside of you. It's it's what you're putting in your heart. Yeah. And what you're feeding yourself eventually 
begins to be the attitude in which you approach life. Correct. And so if you're constantly living a defeated and discouraged life and the glass is empty, yeah. then we need to fuel ourselves with something different that begins to change our perspective and change our words and our attitudes because it all flows from our heart. Are there any, you know, we've kind of gotten away a little bit from, from some of the resources, but are there any resources that you would give people that might be a great resource to, to read or to listen to? No crickets. (laughs) Well, the greatest resource that you can read is your Bible. Mm-hmm. And yeah. again, I think it starts with mm-hmm. you have to know who you are. Yep. And you have to understand the importance of your heart mm-hmm. and recognize the importance of your words. I think the book of Proverbs is a great way. Yeah. Great, great read. It's not very long. You know what's also good? Because I, I think there are a lot of struggles of the thoughts that we think. And what to do with those? I think Joyce Myers actually wrote a book called The Battlefield, Battlefield of the Mind, Mind. Yeah. which I think is where so much the, the filtering kind of happens in that place. I would also say bit. anything by Dr. Carolyn Leaf. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, unbelievably brilliant. About we'll talk. how we can change the thought patterns yeah. and memories. And, and yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty phenomenal. She has a podcast. She has lots of books. She's way smarter than we will oh my ever gosh. be. She's, she's like a brain doctor of some yeah. sort. <laughs> Scientist. <laughs> she's something like she's that. a lot smarter than we are. Let's yes. just put it that way. But those are, I think some great resources to be able to, to teach yourself how to think differently or approach things differently, because that is to make different choices. Mm-hmm. That, that is a really, really big deal in the grand scheme. So what are you going to talk about this next week? Do you know yet? James. Oh gosh, James, you just don't know what about James? No, I do, but then I don't want to give it away. Why not? Because it's the element of surprise, mm. anticipation. Ooh-hoo. Okay, what what series do we have coming up after Rattled? Right after Rattled, we're going to do a, a series called, um, that is going to be called The Fight of Your Life. Mm. Sounds good. Get out the boxing gloves. No. No, probably not boxing a gloves. A sword. Maybe a sword. <laughs> Armor. Armor. You know, get okay. ready for a battle. Yeah. So it'll yeah. be a fun series. Yeah. Feels like life is shaking and battles are all around, right? That's right. Rattled so, and the fight of your life. Well, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm, uh, I want people to be prepared. Yep. So. Well, and these things, like we, I think the change that's produced in our life comes out of the rattling seasons, Comes out the, of the battle struggle, seasons. The battles. You know, we we wouldn't change without difficulty. Correct. We don't change when things are good. We change when things are challenging. And that's why God uses those trials. Yeah. The Bible to, tells us as iron sharpens iron. Yep. Like iron up against iron is, is man, there's a lot of friction it's probably there. like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> sound real great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it sounds like there's a lot of great stuff coming up and I can't wait to to dive into all of that. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week and listening to us just banter back and forth. This has been fun. Hopefully we'll see you guys back here next week.